Hello everyone, I'm Sean, that's Henry. <laughs> How's it going guys? And we are joined by super special guest Nicole. Hi everyone. And this is How Not to K-Pop, where we discuss the lives and music of the most popular, infamous, sexy Korean pop stars on this fine earth. This week, Hyuna. Me and Henry, we're covering her whole 13-year career and controversies from Wonder Girls to 4 Minute to Bubble Pop to Troublemaker to Leaving. There's a lot to get through. We've got Nicole along for the ride. Let's dive in. Was that your attempt at inhaling? Because I didn't hear anything. I'm <laughs> it's like you just... Okay. It's like you, okay. <laughs> you, your sentence just like, and to leaving, and then just went blank. All right. We'll all be quiet for a little bit. I'll do <laughs> one now, and then I'll edit it in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you're not editing it. It's going to go like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said be quiet. <laughs> Fine. We're not editing. We're not editing this, by the way. This is going to be fully, fully just posted like that. Uh-huh. Kim Huna, known as Huna, originally debuted with Wonder Girls in 2007. Her parents pulled her out in a matter of months due to fainting and gastro symptoms from overworking. She joined Cube Entertainment and debuted in Four Minute in 2009 with Hot Issue. The single debuted at number three and the album at number two in Korea. 2010. It was Huna's solo debut with Change. I didn't know Huna was ever a member of the Wonder Girls. That was pretty cool to read. And the debut, pretty strong. Hot issue. Number 20 on the Melon yearly charts. Wow. Yeah, like Wonder Girls was one of the biggest girl groups at the time in the, in the 2000s era. So uh, they were alongside Girls' Generation. They were top, top groups. Yeah, totally. And 2011 is when Huna broke out into stardom herself with Bubble Pop. She also debuted with Beast or Batoost member Hyunsung in Troublemaker. And rumours start to spread. Are they dating? Huna's gained attention. Negative, positive, all of it's happening for her. The famous Bubble Pop music video will go into more detail later. It racked up millions and millions of views. And Huna and 4Minute basically explode. In popularity, millions of downloads for their next tracks, Volume Up, What's Your Name, among others, Huna is introduced to a worldwide audience with size, legendary Gangnam style. She is the girl dancing alongside him in the music video. It gets billions of views, the first YouTube video to get a billion views, as many of you probably know. 2012 to 2014. Huna would collaborate and perform worldwide, worldwide stardom in general, Rita Ora, South by Southwest appearance. It's all happening for her. Yeah, so in regards to the Gundam style, um, I had no clue that it was Hyuna. I think it says yeah. featuring Hyuna. Does it say featuring Hyuna in a. Uh, some oh, at least versions on... used to, and yeah, at one point it did, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't realize it was Hyuna at all. I remember, so, oh, yeah. I remember all the YouTube comments from for Gangnam Style when it came out, being like, oh my god, there's our Queen Hyanna, look at her go! So, yeah, that's how I knew that it was her, just because everyone was saying so in the comments. Yeah, I had no clue, man. <laughs> Besides Sai, let's talk about Hyuna's songs. Let's, because... Uh... Like Gangnam Style? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was in it. Like oh, yes, right. there was a... 
like one of the girls tell me, oh, wait, she wasn't in that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one she was in, I don't like him. Bubble Pop, I don't like it. Is that the only song you know? Because, <laughs> like, come well, on, she's done other songs. Like, now or, uh, or even the self-titled Troublemaker by Troublemaker, I don't know. They just didn't hit me. Well, I, I enjoy Troublemaker by Troublemaker. Very uh, very weird calling a song by, based on their name of the duo. But no, I, I actually enjoyed that song. It was very pop. It was very dance. And it seemed very lighthearted. Very spy, romance spy kind of feel as well. I like a, It's like one up from this song from Super Junior called Spy. Reminded me of that, but more um, betrayal, love and betrayal, I guess. Unless I'm thinking of The Rock. Okay, then what about songs like Red? Oh, I I love Red. (laughs) Okay, this is why I'm here on this episode, guys, because I know Sean, and I know that every song that Hyona does, no matter how good, he's just always been a negative Nancy about them. And so I'm here to counteract that with some positivity. I love, like, most of the songs that she's done, I usually think are quite a bop. They're catchy. Like, I, I like mm. her voice. I think it suits the songs as well. And I don't know, it just brings like a different flavor to things. You know what I mean? Like so many people sound the same. Whereas if you hear her sing, you definitely know that it's her. And for a minute, they do have some bangers. Like I do like their collaboration with Skrillex. He did the songs Hate. I don't mind those songs. Uh, four minute songs, I mean, compared to Huna's solo stuff. Her solo stuff just does not do it for me at all. Oh my god, what about, what's it called, Roll Deep? Nah. Roll Deep. That song is a no-con. That oh song is a nothing. <laughs> well, roll, I like it. roll Deep. I also like um, the stuff, I like Troublemaker, but I also like the stuff that she did um, in that trio group that she was in with Edon and the guy she's not dating. The one that did Retro Future... Oh, Triple H. Triple yes. H. I love Triple H songs. I love the vibe. Right. Like we we don't we don't we don't talk about Triple H. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> I guess the uh, look, fact is her solo stuff and her projects have garnered millions of views. So I'm definitely with the unpopular opinion on this one. But I also think that her career has been helped by other factors besides the sound of her songs. I think well, she her has looks? This, well, just charisma, just this aura, you know what I mean? Well, maybe you don't, but... Uh, <laughs> She's so confident. Yeah, yeah, it's that air. No, it's that physicality. <laughs> sure. What? Yeah, well, you, no, I, I, I'm, I've seen her in variety, not variety shows, sorry. Uh, when, like, she, like she's doing uh, a role in the those competitive singing and dancing shows and you see her judge... It's not really anything spectacular, but like when you when you talk charisma, I don't imagine variety shows. Not really. When I imagine in charisma, it's her dance, yeah, her singing. She takes the stage. She she is the stage. When I imagine charisma, when it comes to Hyuna, that's what I imagine. I'm not sure about aura, because she herself does not really emit an aura, unless she's dancing, unless she's singing. And I know she is good at it. All right, hella good. Even though people like Sean and me <laughs> might not be into that style, we, you have to admit, she's just amazing at what she does. The genres that she 
uh, works with as well. So that's me when I think of Hyuna and Charisma. I okay? can kind of guess the answer off that, but would you say 4-Minute were big because of Hyuna then? No. No? Uh, the, thing, the thing about Hyuna is um, Hyuna, Hyuna, uh, same, same names, just pronunciation is a little different. Uh, the, the thing about Hyuna is that her vibe had this very... It, while it was strong, 4-Minute was strong. So it was like strong females. That, that's cool. You know, doing their own thing. That's cool. Uh, with Hyuna, she had this other side. While she's strong, but she's also, she also uh, shows off the the uh, confidence in her body. So I'm not trying to say she, she shows herself like a sex, sex object. But she knows that she's got a good body. She knows how to use it. She can show it off. And she's confident in it. You know, other people might not have confidence in their body, but she does, right? With so sh- with Hyuna, it's much more sexy, much more in that line between is it a bit too sexual? Is it sexy or sexual? That's Hyuna. With four minute, four minute overall, Hyuna is like an aspect of four minute. You know, I imagine she's the sexy badass. Then you might have one that's uh, the quiet but real badass. Then you got the true leader badass. Then you got the rapid chick who uh, she's like a real gangster badass. They all have different aspects that they represent in four minute hyana makes up a portion of four minute she may be more popular because of her solo stuff and you know general sex sells let's be honest and because of that she's she gets more attention but when it comes to four minute i believe that she only makes up a portion of it that's Whether kind of my popular... take on it too. That's my stance on it as well. That yeah. sure she has charisma. She's definitely helped them as a part of the team. But it's a team, so holistically they've all been amazing performers and produced awesome performances that's made them popular on their own right. Four minute, four minute is not that different from most of our groups anyway. Where each mm. person in that group represents an aspect of the whole group. Twice, for example, uh, we all know Momo is the dancer. Like you just know, you know Dahyun, she's the dancer because she can do the eagle dance. She looks like she's trying to fly. You know Jihyo, she's leader and she's got an amazing voice. You, you, they all represent different aspects. It's uh, Tsuyu, she's a uh, what Ta- Taiwanese, I believe, and right, um, right. she's she's that quiet, straight faced girl, but actually she's very funny without trying. Something like that. Four minute, same deal. Although it's only what five members, I believe. Right, uh, right. What it was. So they still represented aspects, and you could pick it out. Okay, that's that's my take. Four minute. Maybe Hyuna brought in more people, but that's just because, you know, the sex sells. If they promoted the leader or the rapper more, then she would probably bring in more. That's what I believe. Sex sells. Sex is just easier. And she did garner a lot of attention for sex, even pregnancies. In 2013 to early 2014, Hyuna's pregnancy rumors were spreading. as partly because... The original spreader did something devious in that they used an app called I'm a Reporter 2 and it made whatever they typed look like a news article. So they could type whatever they want into this app and it made it look like real news. She or he, I don't actually know, releases this article, quote unquote, saying Hune is pregnant 
and it just takes off from there. And I sort of understand, as you were saying, that sex sells and it's the image she sort of presents that made this catch on a lot more because it is that provocative image. So she's going to have those kinds of rumors flung at her, like, oh, sleeping with a lot of people and stuff, even if it's untrue. If I was Shana, I'd use that app and I'd make more fake news. (laughs) 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 I just, I think, hmm, what other interesting stuff could I write? Oh, I was found uh, uh, topless at a camp with uh, with friends or something. Oh, that's that's pretty juicy. Oh, and then uh, by the way, a new new album coming out. Uh, it's called Roll Deep, uh-huh. something like that. I think that's great marketing. <laughs> but like, I don't know if the co- I don't know if the company that made the app would allow for such a use of the of their app. She doesn't even need the app. Huna makes the news regarding her performances. It'll be photos like lifting her skirt, lifting her shirt stuff like that, and she just laps it up, as in she takes it in her stride. Even if it's got a negative slant to it, it's kind of well, commendable that she can let what I imagine would be a little bit of hate just roll off her back like that. Sometimes I wonder whether, you know, the skirt lifting and the shirt lifting stuff, was it really like a choreography choice? Uh, was it her idea? Or was it was it based on what dance groups, the female dance groups do? You know the ones I'm talking about, not the what, not the K-pop girl groups, not like Twice, you know, not like Red Velvet, not choreographers. I'm talking about the girls who cover, who do covers, but they don't dance well, and you see them in those face, not face cams, the the cam shots. Uh, yeah, and they just, often go off to the army to perform in front of the troops for morale and stuff like that. Yeah, so mm. we're talking about groups like Bambino. Um, mm, right. There's uh, uh, other. I don't really know the names because friggin' <laughs> YouTube. YouTube can help you if you end up in that spot. But yeah, I, I wonder whether it's Hyuna who actually decided. Oh, this could be interesting. It helps with the image, or maybe she saw it from groups like Bambino or uh, groups like um, damn, I don't know their names who have done it. Like they purposely wet their white shirt and black bra underneath they purposely wet it with a water bottle they will do very suggestive things uh, a lot of thing a lot of dance moves that are banned for k-pop idols these dance girls these dance groups they do them yeah no problem they do it in public so you I, i'm not sure whether it's just a uh something that they that hyana and her choreographers and the staff whatever brought up to help with the image or maybe it was just taken from something else. Well, either way, as long as it was her idea and her decision to make the dance moves like that, um, that's totally cool. Something that I really hope was a factor behind the decisions was, you know, like Korea's media landscape is very conservative. If Hyuna was doing any of the stuff in like the American music scene, no one would bat an eye or call it provocative or anything like that. It's just because, you know, because... She's in Korea. Everything she does is extra shocking. And I like to think that people were already clutching their pearls over their performances. And she just reached a point where she was thinking, oh, my God, no matter what I do, they're going to call me like too sexy or too slutty or whatever. So why don't I just, you know, lap it up, go as far as I possibly can and just, yeah, um, make this my image. I think if that was some decision that she made that would have been really cool and I'd respect her for that 
I remember um, seeing a performance she did at a university um, where she was doing those sorts of moves, where she would like lift up her skirt or whatever. And she was just totally killing it. She owned it. She like watching her facial expressions and stuff. You could see that she just had she was the, enjoying it. She, she, had, she had was that enjoying pleasure. it. She had oh, the yeah. audience in the palm of her hand. And, you know, that that's that's power. And I think for her, <laughs> she has this reputation of being provocative. And she's probably one of the few female idols in the scene at the moment who can get away with doing something like that at this point because she already has that reputation is someone from, let, let's say, let's put Twice as an example. If someone from Twice started lifting their skirt up, like the backlash from the community would be indescribable. Everyone would be like, oh my God, what happened? Who turned this pers- this innocent person into such a such a devil woman, you know? Whereas Hyuna can get away with that sort of thing. And Yeah, Hyuna has definitely solidified her uh, image. What yeah. she can and can't do. She has more things she can do than can't, if yeah. you think about it. So she's definitely got full reign in her capabilities. And again, like like you mentioned, you know, she had the crowd in her hand. Yeah, that's charisma, man. That's, right on. She's on stage doing her thing. That's that's full on charisma. If she was not doing anything and just having a little chat with the people, there's not much charisma going on. She just sounds like everyone else with a higher pitch voice. But otherwise, with the dance, the singing, she when she owns it, she owns it, and she owns you because that's the type of woman she is yeah she's not only been herself i do genuinely think she's been smart she's been a smart business person in that she's letting the rumors spread she's not letting them get her too down and she's even with a company that are letting her do her thing p nation rather than uh cube so Everything she's done career-wise, I think, has been such a good decision. And that means she's smart to me. Yeah. Uh, moving moving on. on. Yeah. <laughs> Hyuna and Hyunsung, they were troublemaker, as we mentioned previously. And they're a co-ed group. It's a girl and a guy. So already they're a couple on stage. So naturally, in the background, there are rumors about them actually dating. Which- and once again, I do think they just lapped this up because a part of their performances would be to pretend kiss at the end of their dances. So I think it was, once again, them taking the rumours and being like, let's get empowered by this. Let's make some money off this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but even off on off the record or not in the public space, netizens and people around her took pictures of her, like, drinking from the same water bottle, holding hands with Hyunsung. Are these things you would do with a friend, Henry? Drink from the same bottle, for example? I have, yes. So it's, it's just normal to you? It's nothing to flip out about? Or it's not like, ha-ha, you're dating? Uh, well, <clears throat> this is what happens when you are really obsessed with something and you believe that that thing is yours already. And if they do anything to anyone else, they're betraying you. So, you know, we're talking about fans, really hardcore fans here, who, like, see Hyuna as their girlfriend or boyfriend okay, okay, okay. or whatever. But let's say you're watching a drama, uh-huh. okay, and uh-huh. they haven't gotten together yet, but the main protagonist and the girl and the guy, the guy sips from a water bottle and then gives it to the girl and the girl sips from it would you, as a fan of that show, 
start sort of freaking out, start giggling and stuff. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, it's, but I'm not. I am not Nicole. I'm not your girlfriend. <laughs> I feel so attacked. Okay, if it was in a K drama, and it was happening between the main two, like love interests or whatever, of course you would go all like squee over it because it's so cute and it's an indirect kiss. But, That's exactly what I mean. I am not Nicole. Yeah, but in real life, though, in real life, then it's no. just it's just water. Like you're just it's thirsty. just water. So. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's yes, sh- a difference between the K-drama world and the real life that we live in. Things got it's, a bit weird with Huna as well. Like, netizens thought she was caught on a date with a guy and there was all this hullabaloo. And that guy was FX's Amber, who just happened. So it was a girl with short hair, literally. So I do get what you mean by fans kind of got a bit weird about Huna and just started jumping on her every little thing she did, every time she went out. Look, Sean. If if Hyuna started kissing enough girls, <laughs> they're gonna people are gonna start talking about that too. Eventually, they're not are gonna allow Hyuna to kiss anyone or do anything at that point. So that's mm. something to be aware of, man. It's sort of like yeah. haters gonna hate. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, gratefully, it was confirmed that she's dating a person, a member of Triple H, Dawn. Well, gee, I was expecting a reaction, Henry. Okay. Like I said, we don't talk about Triple H, so I'm going to go quiet. <laughs> <laughs> They're such a cute couple, though. I'll, I'll let Sean explain. Sean, you, you explain. So, Edorn, Akadorn, he was... <laughs> Aka. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Edorn, A.K.A. Dawn, he was a member of Pentagon, and he was also in the group with Yuna, Triple H. They were with some other guy, but let's, who cares? They, they had songs like Retro Future. They officially debuted in 2017. And once this was confirmed that they were dating, Cube kicked him out of the company entirely. Uh, leads me to my question. Would you date someone that you work with? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, this really? Is, Henry, Sean and <laughs> I started dating when we were doing volunteer work together. So I don't know if we're the people that you want to be asking this question. I know. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Answer is yes. Well, no, 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 think, no, no. Like, I don't, because I, I never really asked you guys this. If you two, think before you two met, answer that question. Yes. Because, really? like, for oh. me, I didn't, there was, there was uni, there was work. And then all of my hobbies were at home. So there yeah. wasn't anywhere for me to meet people unless I was at either uni or work. So that was the only, those were the only places where I was exposed to guys. Unless I go about, on like a dating app like Tinder or something. What about so, you, Sean? Uh, before, I understand. Before Nicole, like, I get it. There is the saying, like, don't dip the pen in company ink. So don't date your coworkers. But uh, will Nicole just change that for me? There you go. See, ladies and gentlemen, you can date the people you work with. So start dating that co-worker. As long as the feeling is there. As long as there's feelings. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, like, I dated someone that I uh, technically worked with. Well, not really worked with, but we worked in the same company. And even though it didn't work out for us, I still think it can still work. As long as the feelings are there, as long as, you know... it, there's a time for you guys, you know, like a genuine relationship and that when you are 
together at work, you can work together. That's the most important thing because if you can date someone, if you like someone at work and you get along with them and you can work with them, that's a hell of a relationship. This They were dating for two years before this all went down. So it was 2016 to 2018 that they were still with Cube and dating, as in they were co-workers dating and making it work for a long and, time. So it's possible. It's not a deal breaker. I don't know why our culture has that idea. Yeah, even though, even though Hyunna and Dawn lost their jobs, got kicked out, everything fell apart, they still remain strong. You can check it out on their Instagram. And honestly, it was such a bad decision for Cube to let Hyuna go because she was with them for, like, what, like a decade at that point? Decade. Quite, quite a long time she was with them. She brought in, she was such a moneymaker for them. And she had all this fan support behind her. So many people were really thrilled to hear about their relationship. And so when they got fired for it, it just kind of made everyone go on Hyuna and Dawn's side even more. Like, oh my God, what? You can't stop love? What are you doing? Why are you firing them? So I think it was just a really bad decision from Cube's point. Yeah. Just because it got them so much bad pu- publicity. Like if they kept Hyuna and Don on and like continued to ship them and encourage them being together on Instagram and stuff, I think they probably would have, you know, had a lot more Cube company supporters. Whereas now, when was the last time we've heard from Cube? What, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> cube. <laughs> what? like you know, they're not exactly up there with entertainment companies at the moment. Not like, exactly. I, I kinda, mm. Yeah, yeah. I kind of made the impression that uh, because Hyuna and Dawn are dating, suddenly Hyuna's music would change from all sexual, uh, hardcore, girly, uh, feminine stuff to a badass girl to like really uh, family friendly, lovey dovey, <laughs> ha ha, cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking but like man i wonder how it feels to have your girl be up close and personal with other guys at work dawn tell me dawn message oh message he's us. totally chill about it i've seen him on a couple variety shows and overall his persona is very very chill uh, i'm only speaking for his variety i don't know how he is off air obviously i don't know him personally but on air, he's so chill that I imagine he's totally cool with it. It's not that big a deal. So you're saying so, Dawn, 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 let me just say, Hyuna, me, Hyuna, me, me, Hyuna, we kiss. You cool with that? And Dawn's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> yes. Thank what? you for that theater performance. <laughs> I mean, wait, hold on. I don't know how they sound. I don't know that how it sounds. I don't know. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm just imagining the typical Korean, the typical Korean variety show. You got the hosts there. You got Dawn as a, you know, one of the guest stars, and one of the, one of the mem, one of the uh, hosts just says that. Goes, you know, so Hyuna and I, if we kiss, we make out, you know, uh, during a shoot, and I purposely mess it up so I can kiss her multiple times. You okay with that? You okay with that, bro? You okay with that? And then Dawn will, be like, yeah, it's all right. She's hot. Well, he's uh, still, do, do. he's still the boyfriend. He's not. He's not a stone man. Of course he has feelings, and that would hurt his feelings. <laughs> but he would just go, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it hurts my feelings, but okay, you can kiss her. Sure. <laughs> okay, Bubble Pop. We're going to talk about Bubble Pop. Well, that one's cool. No, I'm just messing around. Like, come on. No way he's going to be that chill with that. That's, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure everything's fine. I'm just messing about. I'm sorry. 
All right, bubble pop, bubble, bubble, bubble pop. This is the performance that Nicole's mentioned. <laughs> Series release 2011 on her debut solo EP. It was performed by Huna, obviously, and it was written and composed by Shin Sodong Tiger and Che Kyo Sung, and they're fairly well known in the producing writing space, so. For a debut solo EP, she kind of brought out the big guns to begin with, and it worked. It was number 11 on Garon Digital Chart the first week, then it was number 4. So it, was, it picked up momentum, it went viral, and it's this funny mix of this cutesy bubblegum pop, but with a definite sexual sexuality to it. It's provocative dance moves, it's got some sound effects that sound like <laughs> orgasms uh okay i did not <laughs> i don't know i don't know if we're listening i don't i don't think we're listening to the same song yeah when i hear it the the things that you sound like orgasms too they just sound like whale noises to me I never understood <laughs> it. are you trying to say that hyanna when she makes orgasm noises she sounds like a whale because it's just like you know like Ew! like you just like how <laughs> whales have that really high-pitched kind of cry no to it? i have never heard a whale cry <laughs> yeah oh okay because yeah not. it does sound like ooh. i'm sorry but you just cut out can you do that again it sounds like ooh. okay so her next right, releases well. were number one she had millions of downloads it was the first solo female song music video to reach 100 million views on youtube it was a huge deal it, it went super super viral it even featured on Family Guy. Family Guy parodied it on an episode called Candy Kohog Marshmallow, which featured South Korea culture in general. <laughs> in other words, out of all the K-pop they could have picked, Family Guy chose Huna, Sister, and a K-drama to parody. Now, would, would, you guys believe me, would you guys believe me there was actually a scandal to do with Bubble Pop and a song that was made for another girl group later on and it became a big problem. Well, not big, but it became a problem. Let's see if you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't. You don't? What about no, you, Nicole? Fill me in. I, I can't think of anything. Okay, so, uh, what is the debut song for Twice? Ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Or like yeah. ooh-ah. Yeah. Yeah, so, the people, when when Twice debuted, they had ooh-ah, I believe it's called. Uh, the melody sounded very similar uh, to the Bubblegum Pop song Shannon released Bubble Pop. And as they listen to it, it turns out it's the pretty much the exact same melody. Really? Like, almost copy-pasted. Check it out. Listen. Search up Hyanna Bubble Pop, okay? Listen to the music. Then search up Twice's... Uh, is it called Ua Ua? I'm, I'm lost now. Like What's Twice's... Ua, isn't it? Yeah, so... Like, like in, Ua. Like Ua. So in the West, it's known as Like Ua. Uh, Ua Hage. Hage? I think that's what it mm. is in Korean. But, but, but debut song like Ooh it sounds almost exactly the same as a Bubblegum Pop. People are going ham on it. People are going ham. And that song came out 2017. Okay? That's Bubble testament. Gun Pop released, Bubble, Pop, Bubble Pop released in 2011. Yeah, it's testament to how huge the song was that people even used it as a reference point for the melody. And they even used it years later. That... That's how huge this song was. It was massive, especially well, actually, for a solo artist. I find the groups do a little bit better in K-pop in general. 
the solo artists generally do less well. But for Huna, doesn't matter. Group, solo, she's killing it. She was so young as well. I think she was 19 when that mm. song came out. And to have that amount of star power and success at 19 is, is pretty incredible. Yeah, it's amazing to... that she uh, didn't She didn't quit. I find that amazing, that she didn't stop. She just kept going. She rode that wave of fame. Mm. It turned out that um, the pers- some person that was in the production for Bubble Pop, Kiana's Bubble Pop, uh, used that in the debut track for twice, like Ua. And that's why they sounded so similar. Yeah, everything is a remix, as I've said on a few episodes. Uh, definitely... Check that book out, uh, Theft. It's available for free online. It's really amazing as it covers why songs sound similar to each other. All right. Well, uh, anyway, that's an interesting piece of news in re- in relation to Bubble Pop and uh, Twice as uh, Like Who Are, their debut track. Yeah. So Huna has this massive fame. All of these fans, all of this hate as well. She's a little bit infamous in the scene, one could argue, And that all sort of comes to a head because November 2019, she posts on her Instagram this essay, this ginormous essay, and it details how she's been diagnosed years ago with depression, a panic disorder, and more recently, a form of vasovagal syncope, which is, you know when someone will see blood and then pass out? Yeah. It's the same kind of idea, so she'll experience something and pass out at that experience. That's what Vesavagal syncope is. That's uh, pretty pretty tough. Yeah, and that's partly why she did slow down and take a bit of a step back from, I'd say, 2017 onwards. Well, looking at the diagnosis with depression and panic disorder, it seems to be... I feel like those would probably be some of the common things you get when working in the k-pop industry idol industry more specifically because it just seems like there's so much you have to worry about your time schedule is all messed up uh sometimes you don't sleep for three days straight you got to worry about how you're doing against other groups you also sometimes you have to worry about how you're doing against your own members because when you lucky for hyuna who at this point doesn't need to worry about uh whether she gets the front line in the group other groups like twice they have to compete with each other whoever does better gets to stand in front and whoever doesn't do well gets pushed to the back of the group during choreographies and if you're not doing well suddenly you're singing if your singing isn't well you're singing less lines Hyuna has less of that but she's gone through that before even in four minutes some songs sure Hyuna with her sexual power is uh, really good for the song really good fit but in other songs it doesn't work because it's not about that. So I'm not surprised that she would get something like this depression or panic disorder. But at the same time, I would not be surprised if these are probably the most common things you'd pick up when you work in the K-pop industry, especially for so long. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at all when I heard that she had depression and the panic issues. Um, the fainting is is a new one. Um, but yeah, with the depression and stuff, we've seen so many times with idols you'll think that they're perfectly fine. And then the next thing you know, you're hearing a news report that they're in the hospital or something like that. And I think with Hyuna as well, like, it's very important that she has 
her stage persona, which is the like sexy lady or whatever, and then off stage that she's very different. I've heard that you know she's she's quite quiet when she's off stage and stuff. So I'm not surprised that like with having those two different personalities as well, that there would be issues with um, her mental health and trying to maintain her image and that sort of thing. So the the K-pop world is tough. I mean. Whether you're in a group or even solo, it just doesn't matter. It will take a huge toll on you before you debut, right after you debut, a decade after you debut, even after you got married. It'll it'll do something to you. It's if it's not mental illness of some sort, it's gonna be physical it's gonna be some sort of physicality. Like they wear they wear heels all the time to dance, and that takes a huge toll on your feet. They have to, I believe, idols, uh, female idols, after wearing heels and practicing them in them for so long, they have to wear, you know, sp- proper sports shoes that are meant to help alleviate uh, the pain from their feet. So when they go out their normal activities, just to help cancel out the effects from wearing heels for so much and so long. So if it's not taking a mental toll, it's going to take a physical toll. It's not physical; it'll be emotional toll. You know, because if it's not that. Maybe your fans or like uh, Sesang fans might be hurting you. You know, haters, they'll hurt you emotionally. The K-pop world's really tough, really. So naturally, with all of that, she does delay her 2020 comeback, which is called Good Girl. As of this recording, it's not out yet. And I speculate that, because it's 2020, come on, we all know that partly a reason, COVID, 100%, it has to have been. I can't imagine it wasn't a factor in it. Uh, but uh, I think uh, that K-pop overall has been massively disrupted by COVID on has, top of how tough an industry it is. It's just has, so much right now. It's very overwhelming, I imagine. That's that's for everyone. Uh, but in regards to Good Girl, has any sort of teaser or whatnot come out? Yeah, a little couple of Damn. teasers. Like have one you seen them? No. Have you seen them? Nicole, have you seen them? Let me Google it. <laughs> no, 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 don't see it now. No, no, don't see it now. So the reason why I ask is because based on the name, good girl, and then based on Hyuna, her image, all the things she's done, all the scandals or whatever that's happened to her, and, you know, all the negative and positive things all right, we've gone through already. Good girl, that's the name of the comeback. Do you think the song will be good? As in, oh, she's a really good girl. Or bad, as in, ah, oh, okay, that's Hyuna. That's Yana, you know, that's Yana's style. That's her coming back bad, but good girl. What yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be Yuna. Whatever we say, it'll be Yuna. Will it be Yana being all family friendly and wholesome because now she's got Dawn? Or will she go, or will she be sticking with her old, you know, badass, sexy, sexual girl lifting shirt and skirt? Nicole, think, what do you think? I kind of think it's different worlds because her and Dawn on Insta, on Instagram, very, very cute. I love it. It's so wholesome. Do you, Okay, Nicole, do you think it'll be wholesome or will it be not very wholesome? I don't know. Because Flower Shower, which was the first song that she released when she was with P Nation, that song was kind of weird. It was like, it was Hyuna, but it was a bit different and it was a bit... Yeah, it was just different. So <laughs> I'm very intrigued to see what Good Girl will be like. If I had it my way, like it would probably be like this musical examination of what it is to be like a good girl 
in inverted commas um and she would like explore like what is good and that sort of thing and what like what is bad yeah that's what I would hope for but I don't know I think if she just did a complete 180 and was suddenly super wholesome I would be like mm, that's a bit weird <laughs> She's like, doing a she's do, she's doing a rain thing where yeah. this is rainism and then there's I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I think right. I, I I want I want Hyanna to do a 180. That's right. I want her to do a 180. I want her to sing a, a song that reminds me of like Twice. No, no, not like Twice. No, they're, they're similar in the style. In the style of music, actually has some similarities. Uh, I want a song that's very somewhat ballad, acoustic, oh, and like, happy. Oh my girl. Everything's yeah. Everything's all contrasted. A little less dancey. A little less popular. Less dancey. But you know the colors more contrast. It's very bright. It's very happy. Everything is a lovey dovey. The pictures and the the video looks like uh, a, a full motion picture version of the uh, pictures that she posts on her Instagram. I'm kind of surprised that she and Dawn haven't done just like a like a collab together. Because I thought when they signed up to P Nation that they would do it as like a duo and release like duo songs, um, but they haven't yet. It's just been they've just done their own thing, which is interesting. I think, and just like what you were describing before, Henry, that's just not Huna, and it's been so long now since she's released a song that give us more Huna. We just want good old fashioned Huna. So don't fix what ain't broke. I reckon. Just go out there, be your powerful, sexy, charismatic self. Yeah, ignore Sean. Uh, <laughs> go over the 180. I'm an <laughs> idiot. The, okay, Sh- great. Shana, Shana, if you're listening, ignore Sean and go 180. You have full, Shana, if you're listening, you have full reign over what you can do. So go for it. Go crazy. Show everyone that, you know, that persona is nothing more than a persona for the industry. Show who you really are. Do that music, do that, do that song, do that music video. Show them how good of a girl you really are. After all this discussing of Huna, it's sort of dawned, hard dawn, it's dawned <laughs> on me that she is completely kind of unique to K-pop in a way, or she very much stands out as one of the most star power idols ever in the history of the genre. She is completely unique, but completely influential, and has rode a wave of negative publicity, good publicity, scandals, and still, to this day, is well-known and well-respected, I'd say. Yes. I agree. <laughs> Nicole and I agree. It's true. She Look, she is unique. Not many people, not many K-pop groups nowadays, especially female uh, idols, don't really go down that route that Hyuna does anymore. We're talk- this route, this this route was back in like during four minute era. If you think about it, we don't really know any songs nowadays that's all about sexual power. It's more like you know G Friend. It's more like A Pink, or maybe not A Pink. They're a bit old too. Uh, you know, uh, Cosmic Girls. What's that? What's that? Other- oh, there's I Zone. They're all very lovey dovey stuff. You know, she is her own. She literally is her own, not generation, but like her own group of groups, if anything. There is no one else doing what she does now. Yeah. No one does four minute anymore. No one does that kind of badass woman songs. Not that way. They tried as their last song, Hate, I believe it was called. And that was the end of four minute. Yeah. Oh my God. So, they disbanded after that. I was like, no, <laughs> because for me, Hate was the peak for them. 
and they just stopped straight after the peak and it was like what are you guys doing i don't know so much going for you you know collab with skrillex and everything i didn't i don't think that was their peak Uh, i think like that was them trying to expand but too late you know yeah that's what i felt because uh a peak would be like sister with four minutes it seemed like they've had you know a few peaks here and there but then they were already starting to it felt like they were starting to drop Nah. And then you had, nah. and then you had Hyanna, who had Hyanna that was technically peaking, if anything. I would just say, like you guys have mentioned about how you know she's her group of groups. I think you said before, but for me as yes. well, I think something that's really important about Hyanna as well is, um, I just think that she's been super empowering for this generation of K-pop fans. Like if you go on any playlist on YouTube or Spotify, and if you look up like, <laughs> there's I think there's a playlist that's like k-pop songs that bring out your inner hoe that's like genres <laughs> like that she uh-huh. is on every single one of them or like like k-pop songs you want to like turn on at the club or like that sort of thing she's on every single one of those and it's just because there's something about her and her music that just helps you just feel so confident in yourself and just feel just makes you feel like you can just take on the world and it's yeah there's something really special about that well remember can, can you name any groups and any big songs that have that same vibe right now in the K-pop world. It'll usually be like a J-Park song, honestly. Yeah, uh, J-Park's <laughs> old. Like, he's classic. Uh, older generation. Hyuna would technically be, you know, the last generation, if you think about it. Back with, like, Girls Gen, they're technically, like, last generation. Super Junior's technically last generation. Rain is, like, two generations ago. Boa, two, two generations ago. Even though they're still making music now. So, I'm not sure if she counts, but what we have now sort of attempting to go that route is Chungha, I think. Oh, Chungha. Yeah, yeah. Chungha. She's definitely got the feminine route down. I don't think she's got the same sexy sexual route that uh, Hyuna does. The star but definitely power the just, feminine. The star power is close, but it's just not quite there. Hyuna just had this. She's in a league of her own. She really is. She is that strong, charismatic presence in yeah, K-pop. Uh, it's th- that's the thing. Uh, uh, even with Tonga, you don't. I don't imagine Tonga's songs in the Ho playlist, and I don't imagine any. I don't think there'll be any current group whose songs would still be in that Ho playlist because it's just not Ho enough. Ho, Ho, Ho! Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll end it there. So. This was a really awesome episode. Thanks for coming, Nicole. No worries. No worries. Bring me on anytime. Happy to, yeah, talk up my See you next week. (laughs) See you next week, Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) What a legend. What a legendary episode. Thanks for the support, sharing it around, telling us what you think. Till next time, how not to K-pop. See you guys.